Hey there, and welcome to Yes, a Stripper Podcast. On this podcast, we'll discuss how classifying each other as people and workers is dangerous to society and marginalized groups of people. We'll also talk about the climate in and outside of the strip clubs and all of the amazing things that strippers do. And of course, we'll talk about all of the things in between. I'm your queen, A.M. Davies, and this is Yes, a Stripper Podcast. Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Yes, a Stripper Podcast, and um, this is going to be a really interesting episode, so really excited to have this conversation with you. But something that I wanted to make sure that everyone out there that's listening to this show and like listening to my voice is aware of, and you know, I just, you, today's message is about unity and, and unionization and being united. And that's why I'm wearing my United by Pole shirt today. So a little background on me, if you don't know me very well, is back in 2009, I created a company called United Pole Artists. And it was all about combining the love of pole um, with people around the world, regardless of how you're doing pole dancing and to accept each other for how you're doing pole dancing. And my the main mission in that was to educate the population on the difference between pole dancing, pole dance fitness and stripping um, and that pole dancing derives from strippers that was always the message to really make sure that as pole dancing grew that that everybody understood that a there's a difference and b that pole dancing derives from strippers and stripping and so now the work that I'm getting into is actually unionizing strippers here in California and all across the country. Um, and, you know, it's taken me several years to finally figure out that that's pretty much my life's purpose is to unify and um, unite people. And so um, through the work that I'm doing with a team of people, it's it's been very empowering. Um, it's been life-changing. And it's actually, I feel like I've been given a true purpose. And so today's conversation is going to be around why strippers should be unionizing across the country and what's happening to different types of dancers all across the country and furthermore, the world, actually. But since, you know, we're, we're going to try to just keep it into one <laughs> area for now because, you know, we don't know as much about what's happening in Europe. So, um, but... I would like to introduce you to my my beautiful, amazing guest, and this is Natalie Clark, and we've been working together. Um, Natalie was with me at the very beginning of UPA, before it was anything. Yes, when you were asking, what should the name be? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I had friends and family help vote on mm -hmm. what the name of United Pole Artists should be. I strongly suggested that the end be artists, because we are artists yeah. before we are athletes, in my opinion. Exactly. So. Yeah, beautiful. And so, and then furthermore, Natalie also works with Soldiers of Pole. Yes. Which is also an organization I'm on the board of directors on. She's on the board of directors. <laughs> We're both on the board of directors. <laughs> and um, Soldiers of Whole is an organization that is trying to unionize, well, is unionizing dancers. Yes. Yeah, strippers. That is, that is an action. It is an, absolutely an action. Yeah. We're already in process of unionizing strippers in um, various clubs here in Los Angeles. And we have... Um, meetings coming up in other parts of the state um, and we won't give you the details on who's unionizing or who's doing what that yes. is top secret information in order to get that info you need to go down into a tunnel on a secret <laughs> island that you can't find on a map and you go into a white room yes. and wear robes and sit on glass chairs yes it's very secretive. You jump head first into the tunnel. That's yes. basically the Illuminati's message. <laughs> I read their book recently. Anyway, Hello, how are you? Let's talk about you and your background and why you are an expert in not only stripping and pole dancing, but the current divide that we experience. So how long have you been dancing? Uh, I started dancing in the San Fernando Valley in the year of 2002. Okay. Like ages ago. <laughs> yes. Um, like hella long time ago. Yes. Uh, flying around on the pole. Uh, I spent the first three years of my career working day and night shift. Uh, yeah. Oh, like doubles. Doubles. Yeah. No time off. Uh, no drugs. No alcohol. Just to get a, a better understanding of the job as a whole. Yeah. I loved it. Or to make a lot of money. No. 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 Uh, 
I'm not a, a dancer that makes a lot of money. My mm-hmm. portfolio has always been diverse. Okay. No choice in the matter. Girl, I did those doubles for money. Yeah, many, no. Many. Um, I wanted to travel. Uh, it, it To me, it was always a benefit that I was able to take care of myself and my family, so the money was definitely a bonus. Yeah. But it was more about the experience. Okay. For sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. That's when I started working at... Uh, can we say? Yeah, yeah, rhino? yeah. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. I started working at uh, the Rhino in Oxnard. I tried out at mm-hmm. the Van Nuys. Yeah. Yeah, I did yeah. the Oxnard too. So we didn't cross paths at Spearmint Rhino Oxnard. I did no. that so briefly. No. So far. No. And then we didn't cross paths in Van Nuys, Spearmint Rhino. No. But we did cross paths at Rouge, yeah. which is Spearmint Rhino owned. Uh-huh. Used to be called Bob's Classy Lady. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. With Getting the a history rooms. lesson. The fantasy room. The fantasy. Yeah, yeah. That club was actually really beautiful and unique. They went um, They went into a deep design that was not available anywhere else. Yeah, it was really cool. So yeah. do you, you, I feel like you never remember the story of like the day we actually met. And like, I've always been the one to remember that. Which is funny because the opposite happened recently. Yes. With a story that you remembered and I forgot. So, <laughs> and I know you know the story because I've told it to her a few times, but I'll tell you guys like, this is how it used to be back in the day. Like, we, there was a really tall pole at Rouge, and I had just won mm-hmm. Entertainer of the Year mm-hmm. for 2006. So I was being treated a little differently at that point. By she was the feature people. of the night, and she was a, a dancer. She wasn't a, uh, a I professional a- porn star because Spearman Rhino has those features comes in quite right. often. But you were not. You were right. around for Spearman Rhino Entertainer of the Year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just treated yeah. differently a little bit after I won, which is, you know, whatever. I get it. Um, and so Natalie was on the pole killing it. And I, when she came down off the pole, I said to her, oh my God, how did you do all of that? And her response was, I don't know, I guess God just made me this way. I swear I said I was born to do this. No, 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 God made her that way. But she said it like, you didn't really look at me. I don't even use the word God. Girl, you did it that day. I will (laughs) not forget. And you brushed me off. And my response was, oh, okay. I see how it is. Got you. I see you. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> but then I don't know what happened. Magically, we became friends. So yeah. I don't remember exactly yeah. how that happened. I mean, but. at that time period, uh, when I met you, I had already been dissed by another dancer that I wanted to uh, befriend because I saw her. I thought she was fantastic on the pole. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, you want to do some stuff? And the way she responded to me made me respond that way to others Mm. so even though I was still at that stage where I was looking for individuals like yourself Mm. peers and uh love for what I was doing I did not embrace you Mm -hmm. with that thought process yeah I mean it was different back then like we weren't teaching each other tricks and in fact we were trying to keep our content to ourselves not at my spot at at frisky kitty i taught most of the girls that's amazing yeah totally uh we would have dead slots that's when i learned to stand on the ceiling Mm -hmm. um we had pantera came in i like wiped wiped off the stage for her she actually performed so pantera is a stripper that's been around for a very long time and she created the first ever instructional dvd or maybe even a vhs and she also created The Jade Split move um, for, uh, for pole dancers. Really? She's the inventor of the Jade Split. I thought that was Jamila DeVille. No. Jamila DeVille saw it on a video and then did it at Miss Pole Dance Australia in 2005. Okay. And because, and Jamila admits this, and I have this on film, mm-hmm. so, and she did not invent the Jade Split. She saw Pantera did it and then she did it. And that was like the Jade Split heard around the world was okay. the one at Miss Pole Dance Australia. Okay. She did not invent it, but she was the first one to do it at a competition on film that got viral. I'm so happy that you said that last sentence that you said because mm-hmm. the first person I saw do a move that was not identified by the Jade Split was a dancer named Red at the Frisky Kitty mm-hmm. who was wild, crazy, and amazing mm-hmm. and she flowed into that trick mm-hmm. like magic and what year was that <laughs> like i said i was dancing at the kitty in 2002 that was probably 2004 okay well i mean 
Yeah, that, that would be about Jade, 2004. That means Jamila wasn't the first one. You know what I, I mean? But that's just pole tricks, well, though. Well, she launched that Jade split at Miss Pole Dance Australia mm-hmm. 2005. She learned it for that competition. Mm-hmm. So, But she, she admits that she saw someone else do it. I think that that's the best thing that we can possibly do is share the inspiration that we get because they're all just dance moves. And if we all throw our arms up, it'll be the same. So, Well, these days we're not necessarily sharing our dance moves on the Internet amongst strippers. We're sharing our stories of distress and labor law violations and abuse tactics being practices by strip club owners and staff members around the country. Okay, so what do we want to get into first? Do we want to talk yeah, about so we have the an, wage or we want to go straight to no, the last actually, event? No, actually I want to start what's at what happened at um, the Super Bowl actually because there's a whole series of things that happened recently. So first we had pole dancing on stage at the Super Bowl and there was a large conversation around that. Mm-hmm. And that same night at the Super Bowl we had abuses and severe wage theft and aggressive acts from staff members towards dancers that very same night um, at the Super Bowl after party. And that didn't come apparent until like maybe 24 hours later. So there was this big blow up about J-Lo being on stage with the pole. Then there was a blow up about the party. And then a few days later, we have Jania falling 15 feet and um, breaking her jaw and then the whole conversation around that. Yes. So I, I feel like because the of the atrocity atrocities that took place at the Super Bowl plus Jania falling, all of that happening in a short span of time has created a very um, public conversation on yes. social media. One yes. that I've seen this big for the first time yeah. of people of dancers finally being like oh yeah we need to unionize non-dancers speaking up as well saying hey somebody yeah. should look up for these people like that's not cool no yeah. one should be treated that way exactly yeah. so i definitely want to talk about it in order of things that happened okay. so um and then you know <sighs> <laughs> The Super Bowl performance was very interesting. Um, So I had been leading up to the Super Bowl performance. I have been very irritated by the Hustler movie. Um, We can get into that on a different show because that's like neither one of us have watched it yet. I've not. I've not been able to bring myself to watch it. I I already know how I feel about it. So it's basically like going to be torture for me to watch it. So I'm mad that the person didn't get their money. Like they had to sue to get. the, yeah, so we'll get into that on a different episode. Maybe I'll be so lucky Man, to get I'm J-Lo on a right podcast. Now. Can we get J-Lo oh, in this yes. chair? Okay. Yes. All right. So, so you know, I've been thinking about celebrities, and, like, I know FKA Twigs performed pole dancing on the Grammy stage or some big stage like that. Some if, huge if stage. Okay, yes. I know the name. I know this person gets on a pole, but if I'm to be honest, I do not know who this person I don't know who that you person is. You don't know is. who FK Twigs is. No, but okay, I know she's they got like billboards all over this. She's hella famous. It's fine. That you yeah, yeah. No, the name is like after no, 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 no. I won't. Okay. <laughs> but I know like her name. But yeah, yeah. So okay. you know, FK Twigs is on stage. J Lo is doing Hustlers. Um, Lizzo has pole dancers at Saturday Night Live on her set, and so I'm okay. just. And Snoop Dogg uses uh, pole dancers in all of his concerts, and I love Snoop Dogg, and I love all these people, but I'm tired of celebrities using pole dancing as like a shiny object um, to enhance their stage their stages without speaking up about what's happening that part answers and so and I'm not mad I'm just saying like hey like you know, Leonardo DiCaprio uses this very loud voice to talk about climate change. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do something that's experiencing controversy and and there's a lot of, uh, you know, negative things happening to the people that you're inspired by, can you please use your very loud voice to say something? I'm asking you, will you speak up for us? That's what I'm asking. And so I wrote this post about celebrities on Saturday. The Super Bowl was on Sunday. Sunday. And I wrote it on Saturday with the intent of posting it on Monday. And okay. J-Lo just happened to pole dance at the Super Bowl on Sunday. I did not know this, but I did predict it. Okay. Yeah. And so sure enough, she pole danced. Shakira makes me cry because she pussy pumped the camera oh about God. 50 times. And Tears. she made me want to eat it. Tears. And literally I cried Tears. the whole time. 
And then JLo came on immediately. My mood shifted and she put the polls up and immediately I was like so irritated that there was pole dancing because what it meant is pole dancing is more visible and there's no education happening about who invented pole dancing because everyone who speaks about the history of pole dancing tries to wash it and tries to say that Indian and Chinese men invented it and and like literally they say things like the inventors of pole dancing are dead. I've gotten a comment like that before. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't know I was dead. That's, I didn't know that. That's funny. Am I dead? Am I, <laughs> that's what? really funny. Uh, is Fanya and Bobby dead? Wow. Are they? That's funny. <laughs> Love fuck? Bobby. Love Bobby. <laughs> so um, so my, my point is, is I made this post. Dear celebrities, please use your voice. And half of the people were basically said this is the dumbest post I've ever seen and then the other half of the people were like thank you so much for your support and for being our voice and you have a this is like a mixed community you have dancers and non-dance like exotic dancers and exactly. pole. like what is the mix so this is on United Pole Artists Instagram account which is at UP Artists and has over 180,000 followers okay. and so there's a lot of comments okay. right and there yes the pole fitness people are literally said things like the inventors of pole dancing are dead literally that's interesting yes and then other people were saying you have no idea like what we're dealing with like stand by us like please support us and like talking to to them not to to me and then like thanking upa like Mm -hmm. for being our voice and so it was a a huge divide and then one person wrote having janine butterfly (gasps) i don't give a shit i don't give a fuck i'm calling you out okay i love you janine but come on we got to talk about this She literally said, this is a win for pole dancing. Well, tell me what happened that night with the other pole dancers if it was a win for them. Listen to their story and tell me if it was a win for them. And so this is the whole point was made so eloquently. I didn't even have to try. The very next day after the Super Bowl, videos are coming out of women being choked and pushed by their throat while security guards are stealing their bags of money out of their hands. I saw one video where two security guards are holding a woman's arms and her legs and tossed her out. You know that game we used to play when we were kids yeah. where you rock your body back no and forth? And tossed her onto the street. So tell me now, are we winning? So you saw these videos. I had to stop watching these videos. Tell me what you saw. Okay, so um, my friend didn't send me the uh, violent stuff, uh, so I haven't, I haven't seen the violent stuff, but I have read about it. Um, what I watched was the actual dancers' recount of the evening. Uh, Tell me about it. One video was 13 minutes. One video was 38 minutes. Um, Talking. Okay. So these are some of the things that I learned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's share it that way. Yes, ma'am. Uh, there were um, at this, it's called a Stripper bowl, right? At the stripper bowl. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that's what they were calling. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Check this out. Um, okay. Second time it was hosted um, in Miami at a place that they built called The Dome. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Okay. Okay. Uh, they had about uh, anywhere between, I'd say, 200 to 350 in terms of dancers. Okay. Uh, they paid anywhere between... 350 to 600 in order to work for that night. Yes, I heard that. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, that's 350 to $600 to work. So that's already negative. Let's just make that point mm-hmm. clear. Color-coded wristbands. Did you know about that? No. I, I, didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I wanted to see what your eyebrows did when I told you that. So they had color. <laughs> they went up very high. <laughs> they had color-coded wristbands, um, and the dancers weren't quite sure what that meant. At one point, um, one girl said that she thought that it was, uh, like some people were saying, it was a matter of if you were pretty or not. Or, you know, maybe you had uh, access to where the super celebrities were. So I'm not too sure how that works mm-hmm. out, but they mm-hmm. did have color-coded wristbands. Yikes. Um, they were not compensated for things like flight, travel, uh, or food, I believe. Uh, maybe they had food at the beginning, but one recount was saying that 
they had a small sandwich that was given to them in some like small container and they had to pay like $20 for it. Oh I didn't my God. Quite, and they, they made it seem like that was it was like later on so as if they ran out of food. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure but okay. let's just go and say they they didn't get fed enough. Okay. Um the girls were charged extra that had hotels because they were kept until one o'clock in the afternoon. Club closed at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Yeah. Uh, they didn't release them till one. Think right. about that. Mm-hmm. So you probably have, let's say you get to your hotel within 30 minutes. That's still one thirty. If you haven't contacted your hotel, that's considered a late checkout. For some hotels, you're paying a whole extra day. Mm-hmm. Just, the, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we talked about the professional disrespect. Uh, one girl was telling me that there was like guns and shooting. Okay. Well, not telling me me listening okay uh, there was guns and shootings and they actually filed uh like they ha- they called out the police mm-hmm. and the police came out mm-hmm. i didn't have a chance to pull up the re- police report i also heard that the fire marshal like was trying to shut them down because yes. they were shoulder to shoulder and they yeah. couldn't stand and if you look at the videos there's like no dancers on stage and there didn't even look like there was a stage yeah it didn't look like it there was looked a like a concert there yeah. was no space to move but I think some people are used to that type of uh, scenery in terms of a strip club. Like, no, I, yeah, I mean that that reminds me of um an, of an Atlanta vibe, or like that real urban thing that they're selling right now. Like that's what that reminds okay. me of. Um, not what like, about stages? I you didn't see any stages they, or they, dancers. They could have on. easily had like a, a. Remember, this place was built for this very purpose, so they probably had a platinum state or you know one of those. Portable stages. Yeah, well, with Sasha the Floyd, Sasha Floyd, our girl who yeah. I sent you the video of her on Instagram, <laughs> who's amazing. Yes, thank yes. you, Sasha, for I making love that cannabis video. Too. I love um, cannabis too. I know she's. she's yeah, so it was amazing. amazing. She gave it so real. Um, she said they couldn't even dance. Mm-mm. That there was nowhere to dance, and they couldn't dance. There was no room to do anything, mm-hmm. and that there was so much money on the floor. One of the things that she said too is they were told they weren't allowed to pick up any of the money. That was written in the first contract that they received. Right. Yeah. And so th- hear what she said. First contract, because that's right. They had to sign two different contracts yeah. within about 12 hours of each other. Yeah. So who knows? You know what it makes me think is like there's just someone in this like back office somewhere like typing away furiously to make a second contract. <laughs> <laughs> like while the event is going on. Like what the fuck? are you doing with all these random contracts? Yeah. And so there weren't a lot. And, and if you look at the videos of the money, like a lot of times when we, when we talk about how much money is on the floor, we'll say things like there was so much money on the floor. You couldn't even see the floor. Well, this, there was so much money on the floor. It was like walking through about six inches of snow. Yeah. I was going to say about a half an inch of dollars was on the floor. For yeah. Sure. You, literally the dollars are bunching up around yeah. their feet as they're walking. That's how much money was on the floor. And they weren't allowed to pick it up or touch it. But yet customers were taking it from them. Yeah. How about that part? Yeah. And the security. Yeah. Customers were picking it up and walking. Yeah. And then did you see the video? Of the security guard, because the link you sent me took me to all these crazy videos. And there was one video of a dancer fighting for her bag of money, yelling, I need this. I need this. That's my money. I need this. Okay, so uh, he was pushing her by her throat and ripping the bag out of her hand. One of the girls referred to that very situation Mm -hmm. in her video. Mm -hmm. And she says that they actually went into their own personal bags and told them they were going to confiscate any ones that they had on them because apparently if they had ones inside their bag, uh, they must have picked them up and took them from that night. So as a dancer, you might have some bills in your bag. Right, so that explains why they took the ones from Sasha that P. Diddy gave her. P. Diddy gave her $200 yes. in ones and they like took, he just handed her bricks and they like took that from her. Yeah, That's and so, so they they ended up leaving with less than two thousand dollars that day. And any event like that, you should expect to make at least ten thousand dollars. That's why they fly from all over the continent. Yes. There were dancers there yeah. from Canada. The, the profit is real. Yeah, when you go events. to events like that, you should expect to make at least ten thousand dollars. So she yeah. left with under two. Some left with eleven hundred. 
Well, she also, Sasha said that they were trying to only pay them each $400. That part. Which means you're breaking even or losing money. Well, you're you lost negative money. 200, if you ask me. You, paying six to work, only getting paid four to be there, not to mention clothes, makeup, flight, hotel. Like, what kind of shit is that? Yeah. And she said everyone, like, bought new clothes, did their hair, of did course. their makeup. You got special for that event. Fuck. You gotta you, yeah. you gotta look your best. So you know what it makes me think about is that these contracts that they're signing here in Los Angeles, which is I certify that I am a customer. These, Bullshit. These dancers walk into these clubs here in Los Angeles and they're signing contracts that say I certify I am a customer. And this story over in Miami at the Super Bowl stripper bowl dome mean it looks to me like they're treating the dancers also as customers i think even worse than there's a loophole that somebody has attached themselves to and if we don't unite as dancers across the fucking nation Mm -hmm. we will get swept underneath the rug and it's going to be really really ugly for us Mm -hmm. that's why i'm grateful that we're i think more people are starting to have this conversation right now um and I'm so grateful that people like Sasha did make, make they're making videos like yeah. this and telling their story. And she made it right as soon as she got home. So yeah. everything was fresh in her head. Um, I mean, that was just sheer expression. Like she had to get that off her chest. Like yeah. that was like therapy for her because she was that pissed off. Yeah. I think a, a lot of them approached it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, yeah before we move on, girls. do you have any more notes on like the Super Bowl thing in particular? Because one of the things that I want to hear from you a little bit about is like is about the pole dance community pole dance fitness community specifically doing this um we're not stripper thing also pole dancing doesn't come from stripping also pole dancing is winning and we're amazing (laughs) you see how she did that Mm. so (laughs) what do you think about that um hmm. i think that um it's time for all exotic dancers, past, present, and future, to stand together and say we are awesome, we can do magical things, let's start uh, unionizing, yeah. let's do all of those things. That's what that's what I feel. Mm-hmm. If we don't do that, mm-hmm. individuals um, from the pole fitness community um, can continue to uh, downplay us. And because pole dancing has the popularity that it does Mm -hmm. and they did it not while holding exotic dance accountable for the beauty of it because that happened if we don't stand up Mm -hmm. if all of us don't stand up we will get ran over like yeah I think we are though I see a lot because I run the United Pole Artists account I mean you run a lot of shit well yeah but I run the account and I see the strippers coming out and I see them saying like you need to recognize us and then I see so I speaking up in defense every single day every single day on social media I see a divide and my message me personally this whole time has been united by poll we all do poll we all do it for different reasons also here's the true history um and respect that you don't need to be a stripper you don't need to you know tell people you can tell people no i'm not a stripper but aren't they amazing you don't need to put strippers down in the process and my personal opinion because i'm trying to drag it out of you right now my personal opinion is that um because strippers haven't been revered as they should have been from the inception of pole dance fitness Mm -hmm. that the education process of where pole dancing came from and that stripping is not bad and sex workers are not bad has been lost Mm -hmm. and the more visible pole dancing becomes Mm -hmm. as pole dance fitness and done barefoot and Mm -hmm. done poetically to contemporary music Mm -hmm. um, the less the further away we get from the truth and the history Mm -hmm. and the more we and then we're classifying each other stripper not stripper Mm -hmm. classified as bad classified as good and for the way i see that is that's bad for women in general it's bad for workers it's bad for society when you're like they're not good because they're sex workers and i'm good because i'm not what are you gonna say about that (sighs) you know are you okay i am pretty angry sure and upset Mm -hmm. um 
You know, I only sponsored the poll competitions that we put on mm-hmm. earlier because I literally stepped into this community uh, before it was an industry. And I mean, pole dance, pole fitness, whatever. Uh, I stepped into it before it got large. And I mm-hmm. thought that it was going to have the backing of exotic dancers. Um, that's mm-hmm. why I jumped into it head first. That's why I, I paid my friend to drive me to Las Vegas mm-hmm. to meet Fanya. I had already advertised out here in L.A. Mm-hmm. in a magazine about pole dance lessons. So it wasn't nothing new that I went to go seek. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was time for exotic dancers to come together and there was a movement and we were going forward. Mm-hmm. I thought I found those peers. Mm-hmm. And as time went on, I realized mm-hmm. that that was not the case within that mm-hmm. uh, community. Um, I think that they felt that at that time they had to separate to some, at least when it comes to America, they had to separate uh, themselves from being too uh, sexualized in order to be accepted. Right. When when I when I realized that that was the move that was happening. I pulled back. Sure. The only thing that I like, I stopped attending the expos. Mm-hmm. I stopped introducing myself. I, I pulled back. The only thing I was willing to do was uh, put the money forward so we can keep having those competitions so that dancers could keep coming, having having a place to express themselves. Right. Uh, but it just kept going. The divide kept happening. And then the, the not a stripper came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And it was during this time where... Um, the producer of the competition was deciding, like, well, you know, what I want to do. I wanted to keep it going. Right. And then they fucked with you. And I was like, no, I'm not putting my money into it anymore. Are you talking about when USPDF, like, basically turned me out when they, like, denied me? Ooh, Are you talking ooh, about that? I didn't know about that. As media. Yeah, it's a whole story. No, I'm referring to how uh, you had a post recently. and um, Oh, when they called me fat? When they, yeah, when they were just like totally fucking like, you know, they had no respect <laughs> and used with the words that were coming out of their mouth. It was so word vomits. many throw up emojis on this post that I did. I, I very rarely post myself on the UPA account and I posted myself dancing at Jumbo's Clown Room and I was standing and twerking on the ceiling and, um, and uh, people's comments were... Oh, that's damn! That's a big girl twerking. Um, another other comments were various throw up emojis, the ones with the vomit coming out and the green face with the you know the blow up cheeks. Yeah, and I was just like, wow! And there was several very hateful um, comments towards me, and I'm like, eh, hello. Yeah, and as you've spoken <laughs> for exotic dancing, uh, more of those uh, individuals that wanted to have that divide and separate themselves from being sexualized have seemed to separate themselves from you as well. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I can't, I can't endorse, uh, endorse an industry that wants to divide on any level. Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of did that in the very beginning, and I feel like it's gotten better. It has gotten better because there was a time where we weren't, strippers weren't even allowed to compete in a lot of competitions, and that whole thing was going down. Not every competition, but there was... No, nope, we were putting on ones where they were happily expected. There was a lot. So no. Yeah, the USPDF, one of the first USPDFs, I think it was the second one, the story around that is yeah. um, I, I wanted to be media for UPA, and they were like, yeah. oh, okay, totally, like, yeah, and I got a media pass and everything. And then, like, right before the show, like, I had bought my tickets and everything. They were like, no, we have too much media here. You can't come now as media. And then I was like, well, like, what about my media pass? Like, I don't have a ticket. I think they were sold out. And Mina and Nadia were trying to give me their extra ticket. And USPDF was trying to tell them that they couldn't for whatever reason. And so I really felt, and, and in the end I ended up using their ticket, but I felt like they like did it. sounds like they tried to block you even out. Even want me there. Okay. That's so, so, felt. so my question is, yeah. um, what media could have been there that could, could have been more important than oh, United Poll NBC. Artists at the time? That's not more important than but United Poll Artists. According to them, it is. <sighs> you know what I mean? They don't have the beautiful, artistic, outside-of-the-box brain like you do. You know, So to them, it was they wanted mainstream. They wanted to be visible. They wanted to make a lot of money. And having me there, I just took up space. 
And I think I look back on, you know, at the time I thought it's because they know I was a stripper because I was very vocal. I've always yeah. been very vocal. All of us LA people, yeah, about always my background. from Jump Street. And that's just me making up a story in my head. Listen, I don't know the real story. This is what I've made up in my head. Mm-hmm. I've never, they never said to me, we don't want you here because you're a stripper. But at the time, that was the common theme and we were all going through that. Okay. And if you ask Josiah, he says we were shunned. We were shunned to the black hole. And that's absolutely true what happened back then absolutely true so i want to make sure that we now talk about um uh jania i don't want to talk too much about her story because my whole thing is that is her story and i don't want to talk about how she's doing or i just want to talk about what happened and what that means for the industry um she's an amazing beautiful human being so courageous has so much strength and was so much love to her and and for what she's going through Um, but she fell about 15 feet off the pole and if you watch the video she free fell off that pole that and that's the craziest part. yeah that that that's yes yeah and the those areas and now that we can go right back to pole fitness, though. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, where are these dancers uh, learning these moves? Mm-hmm. You know, like, where are they getting this training from? It, I think it all plays into effect. Right. All of it. Right. All of it. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So she she basically bounced off the floor and went right into twerking yeah. and walked away from that accident. She's extremely fortunate. Some people have fallen from a much shorter height yes. and are no longer walking. Um, like that woman, I, I can't recall her name, but years, years ago, like over I mean, a decade, there, she fell two yeah. feet on her head and now she's paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah. So what happened to Jania, she's very, very lucky. Yes. But what she's not lucky, and this also pertains to me, right? And, and I believe me. And you and current. a lot of other people. And so let's Man. let's get into that. So Jania's injuries, she broke her jaw, broke her ankle. She could go back to work if she wants. Yeah. Um, uh, we usually maybe, do. We maybe. U- we usually we do. Usually do. We'll show up in a cast if we need to. Yeah. Um, but what she's not able to do is get disability and workers' comp. Um, at least unless she goes through extra steps, which I don't know her business and I don't know what she's doing. But if it were, let's say if it were me and I fell like that, I would be suing them for so much fucking money. I would be like hiring a lawyers and I personally would be doing um, like class action lawsuits and suing them for like a shit ton of money because they're not taking any responsibility and she's she doesn't have access to and none of us do to disability or workers comp if you get injured on the job and like what Natalie's saying talk about your injuries and how it's chronic and how it's over time Ooh, right I mean, the pain because is radiating talk right about. now yeah. like yeah. the pain is radiating right now as I sit down and talk to you um i stopped dancing for a period of years uh from 2006 to eh, let's say 2016 uh, i had a cannabis collective out here in LA one of the first uh, had a couple of them blah 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 blah. long story uh nonetheless went to go work at my favorite spot a place that i said if i ever come back in uh, that's where i'm going i Mm -hmm. I love it It, it's it's local Uh, it's a topless bar it's everything that i like i like how they have different poles everywhere so i have a very strong love uh, for the idea of the candy cat which is the place that i work at um one shift uh about a year and a half after i've been back uh, I was doing a trick. Mind you, our pole was only about nine feet. Mm-hmm. It was short. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing, um, they call it the double knee hang, I believe, in the mm-hmm. pole fitness industry. I, I refer to it as the bird cage um, because I was doing it before it was called the double knee hang. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Francis said, it looks like you're a bird perched on a tree. And I said, all right, bird cage it is. <laughs> so nonetheless, I was doing the bird cage. So a move that I've done throughout my career yeah um and i really stretched that day before i came in so i was feeling really amped. nine inch nails was on the people were throwing the money i was feeling it they were feeling it hit the bird cage reached over Mm. and um i'm not sure whether or not i slightly slipped on the pole because the pole was slippery or chipped Mm -hmm. or if i was just feeling fantastic and wanted to reach for the ground Mm -hmm. But I ruptured the disc in my the lower disc in my spine. Mm-hmm. Um, it hurt pretty much instantly. I got down, you know, you twerk it off. 
Yep. <laughs> you're a professional, whatever it is, you know what I mean? You gotta, you, you, you leave the stage, you walk into the dressing room, your head is high, you still got your heels on. Like there's a way that you have to carry and present yourself mm-hmm. all the way in. So uh, made it to the dressing room. Uh, luckily my best friend was there with me that night, Kendall, she was waitressing. Um, I could not do anything. Uh, the jelly from the disc that ruptured mm. was wrapping around to the front of my nerves uh, underneath my uh, lower pelvis and the back of me. It, it was it was traumatic, but nonetheless, um, I w- was an independent contractor. Um, I drove myself to the hospital because I didn't want to have to think about a hospital bill. You know, I didn't want, I should have been taken in an ambulance right. for sure. But drove myself expensive. To, yeah. And we don't have insurance. That part. So, <laughs> so I took myself to the hospital, uh, called the necessarily fam- necessary family members. And, um, you know, it was the week of my birthday. And I was going to go see a Duda Mellon concert. I love him. Uh, nonetheless, the doctor told me that, you know, I should probably uh, not dance anymore. Yeah, right. That's what I told him. That's my job, my career, my life. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. That's exactly yeah. what I said. <laughs> oh, Not <shit>. happening. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. I said, yeah, I hear you. But that's not necessarily what's going to happen. Right. So we need to have a conversation about me actually being active because there's no way that I'm going to just automatically limit myself if I feel like I have mobility. Mm-hmm. So um, long story short, uh, he said, you know, it would just be pain for me on and off. I, I really, really wouldn't be able to tell when it's coming. But, you know, he gave me a prescription for uh, tramadol and pretty much wished me the best. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right now. Uh, I can feel the nerves in my spine mm-hmm. uh, tingling up. Um, some days, uh, in this last five days, I haven't been able to walk. We had that SOP meeting on Friday. Mm-hmm. Soldiers of Pole. Yes, Soldiers of Pole. Talking about, yeah. Um, and I, I tried to walk. I tried to help just because it's, I, I don't, I'm so busy right now in my life professionally. I can't let something like, my back and not being able to walk slow me down. So You're still dancing though, aren't? Yes. I, I worked on Thursday, so that. Oh my God! Do we want to have this? Con- Let's have this conversation. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God! <laughs> I am gonna totally share something right now. <laughs> what? I haven't been able to walk for five days. Mm-hmm. Last Thursday, I was at work. Um, and now the day before I was scheduled, but I didn't go in cause I couldn't walk, uh, in the name of team spirit playing along, uh, I went in on Thursday. I didn't think that it was, I felt like I could make it better. I can stretch it out. I, I'll be okay. Uh, like I said, we'll go to work with a casket on. So nonetheless, <laughs> it's true though. I've been at work with a, with like my arm in a sling. Um, so I'm there, I'm working, I, I put in my uh, four and a half hours. Uh, mind you, it was fairly slow. There were a lot of dancers, uh, so there wasn't a lot of money. And I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys, just completely honest. I worked four and a half hours. I made a total of $38. <laughs> I mean, I have... Well, boobs not really. That are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Because we're not done yet. Because we're not done yet. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's what I generated. That's what myself generated uh, on this stage. Now, what I walked with, what my net profit was, twenty two dollars from four hours of working as a stripper. I, I'd say four and a half hours on in those hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I, I am a performer, so I perform, you know, uh, I sure I try not to hurt myself because nothing is worth, you know, hurting yourself more, but I know how to kind of work around it. Um, I had to give $10 as a house fee for me to work that night. Mm -hmm. Now with all the laws that's passed and everything within the last year Mm -hmm. with AB5 and, uh, Dynamics, 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 dynamics. Okay, mm-hmm. um, with everything that's happened with that case, all of these clubs know that uh, we're classified as employees, and we should be paid 
per hour right. to work. Right. So uh, no longer should I even be paying to work. Right, right. I should be paid to work. Right. Now, and if you factor in, if I was actually paid for that shift and made my $38, mind you, it got down to 22 because uh, I am generous. So I did give $2 to the DJ and I did give $2 to the guy that carries my bags. Now, mind you, both of those guys got paid hourly. Right. But I'm so conditioned to share what I make, even though it's not it's not in my best action. Uh, it's not the legally it's not what's supposed to be happening. That is that's the norm. Well, because if you don't, you get punished in various ways. This is also you get very the cold true. shoulder. You get attitude. You get less shifts. Yeah. You, you get skipped over. Sometimes a D, I mean, a DJ pretty much controls the stage. If you're working with a DJ, my, yeah. I like the candy cat because there was no DJ. New right. owner. Mm, let's, yeah, right. And yeah. 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 So twenty twenty two dollars twenty two dollars for four hours of work, and that's what we're up against a lot. And I see comments by people like when we're getting injured or or something's happening where we need money, and the the a common theme is you're strippers, you have so much money, shut the fuck up, like you have so much money. It's like you have no idea. We're paying. Hey guys, out I just want to remind you to from rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We yeah. bring you can in find and us on some Instagram. Where yes, strippers are walking on podcast. Negative. You can also and watch this podcast. Don't let me have lunch at, one day. Yeah, yes. their, their, their rights are being trampled and on of course, so make hard. Sure they follow us on Twitter. Customers yes. are be, being treated like pod. paper towels. That they're yes, disposable. a stripper podcast um, is produced you know, by Mackenzie Mazel, um, you know, Shelly Snyder, and yours truly, A.M. Davies. Oh, who's getting injured Be out sure there? To email any questions like, or comments. Have no yes, a stripper podcast at gmail.com. Um, and one of the girls. If you'd like said, to follow oh, me personally, could, you can I find me on Instagram at the Queen right of Sexy. And they would you can also check me out on my website, thequeenofsexy.com. As dancers, we have to realize that there is truth in that man's statement. We have to unite. All yeah, of us. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Because he's right. He's right to a certain degree, but to also a certain that's degree. a scare tactic. For sure. Sh- oh, without 100%. a doubt, he should have kept his fucking mouth shut. He shouldn't right. say shit like that. Right. So, yes. But that is why we need to unite. Because there are plenty of women turning 18 every day looking for money. And because it's it's become cute to wear your underwear and, and model And now we're, we're, we're back to the whole media. pole fitness, pole dance yeah. introduction into America and the mainstream right. of it all. So. Right. You know, we're all on this road together. Yeah. So So the main theme of today's podcast is um, write to us. Tell us your stories about what's happening at your work and how you feel like your rights are being violated and what you want to do about it. Um, Ask us questions. Send in comments about what we've talked about today. You can send all of these inquiries to yesastripperpodcast at gmail.com so that we can continue having this conversation. But the main thread of today is we need to unite. We need to unionize. And we should all be having this conversation around the country 100%. Definitely. Want to be fabulous just like these strippers? Pay attention. It's stripper tips. I believe that all dancers are goddesses. I think that as civilians, they should believe the same. That's your tip? Yeah. That's it? Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, imagine what that would do for humanity. Right, if, yeah, strippers were treated like the goddesses they are. Yes. So your tip is treat your strippers better. I love it. I, I mean, I'm still going to say goddess. Goddess. Because there's an, there's treat an your element to that. better. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. How can they do that? Let, let's let's dig into that just for a minute. How can they treat their, their goddesses better? What are some... Um, acknowledge their experience. Acknowledge their love, their passion, uh acknowledge that they can set trends, uh, acknowledge that they are artists, acknowledge that uh, sometimes they are coming from uh, horrific experiences. Like all of that makes us who we are and we are in fantastic individuals. Uh, I think that acknowledging that stuff within us is uh, strong. Okay. Very strong. So acknowledge. How can they acknowledge that? And we need an action. How, like, to, do they speak it? Do they write it? So, I, you know what? Yes. They speak it. I was really touched by Joe Button and him speaking up on mm, behalf of dancers. Yeah. And uh, when he did that, one of the fabulous, really just like me. these strippers, pay attention. It's the right now. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm going to join you with that. Okay. The best thing that civilians can do right now is speak up for us. 
Get ready for our rapid fire question round. It's time for four for one. What's your reaction to unsolicited dick pics? <laughs> Get ready for our the fuck rapid you fire do question that? round. It's that's, time that's what my for four for what one. What do you want to do with that? Do you okay. fart under the bed covers? Yes. What's your favorite condom flavor? I don't have one. What? I only have one penis at a time. Wow. It's not. <laughs> what? I don't like what? You could have just said strawberry. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Popcorn flavored. Okay. What's your favorite type of porn to watch? Oh, that's a secret. It's so nasty. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> no. I'm fucking dirty. <laughs> okay. How I'm many dirty. questions is that? How about this? What porn do I not watch? One, two, three. Well, that was <laughs> what kind of porn do I not watch? Do I not watch? Oh, so you. Yeah, let's just go on to the other No, that was four have. questions. Okay, well, what is the next? All right, I'll ask you one more. <laughs> if you could watch any two people make out, who would it be? Oh, my gosh. Um. Me and Thor. Ooh. That's hot. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you just inserted yourself in there. <laughs> Me. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Damn, I wouldn't have ever imagined you making out with Thor. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know he was your type. Uh, um, and you didn't like my ex-boyfriend, Ian? I don't care about the muscles. That guy it's, was so hot. It's the face. Yeah, I'm not really into the muscles of Thor. It's the face, just so okay. we're clear. He <laughs> could be like fat so Thor You're so from odd. the second Avengers, and it'd still be okay with him. He'd have to shave the beard, though. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up today. Thank you so much for, Thank you for coming here me. with me and having this conversation. I feel like this was just part one. I feel like it's such a meaty, beefy conversation. Oh, for so sure. you're probably going to have to come back and we'll talk about this stuff again. Anytime you want me here, future. I'll be here for you, Anne. Thanks um, so much for, yeah, she calls me Anne. She's one of the very few. No one else is allowed to call me that. Yeah, don't yeah. rip it off of me. Call exactly. Yes. So thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Please make sure that you're subscribing to the YouTube channel. We're uploading videos for at 15 minutes a time um, right now because we can't upload videos any longer than that. So these okay. videos will be broken up into parts. So just be aware of that. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thank Bye. you. Hey guys, I just want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Yes, a stripper podcast. You can also watch this podcast on YouTube at Yes, a stripper podcast. And of course, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Yes, a stripper pod. Yes, a stripper podcast is produced by Mackenzie Mazel, Shelly Snyder, and yours truly, A.M. Davies. Be sure to email any questions or comments yes a stripper podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to follow me personally you can find me on instagram at the queen of sexy you can also check me out on my website thequeenofsexy.com.